Good evening and welcome to our personal growth Chabura. Tonight's Indian is the idea of loneliness, the Torah antidote to loneliness through the Avoda of Shmini Atzeres. In our Yontif Davening, we say, Ata bechartanu mikol ha'amim, v'ratzisabanu v'ramamtanu mikol ha'lashonos. You chose us from all the nations. You uplifted us from all the languages. You wanted us. That represents Pesach. When we say in every Yantav Davening, we refer to all three of the Shalash Regalim. We refer to all three of the main foot festivals, the pilgrimage festivals, we went up to Jerusalem. They come as a series, a trilogy. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Pesach is referred to in every Yontif. We say, You chose us. Pesach, because you chose us to remove us from Egypt and bring us to Harsinai. The Kiddashtan of a mitzvah, you sanctified us with your commandments. That refers to Shavuos, the holiday of Matan Torah. You brought us close to your service, that's Sukkot. And your great name, you called upon us, that is Shemini That we are known, bonded with Hashem, by Hashem's great name. The name of Hashem means, what does the name of Hashem mean? It means that the way, the manner in which He relates to us. There are many names of Hashem. The great name, which is the Yud Kevavke, the four-letter ineffable name of Hashem that we cannot say, we cannot pronounce until the Olam Haba, we cannot say that name in this world. These are the references in the Davani. On Pesach, we sing Shira Shirim. The song of Ahava, you chose us. A love song between the Jewish people and Klal Yisrael. That's Shira Shirim. That's us chosen by Hashem. On Shavuos, we read Megillah's Rus, the Megillah of Rus, of her becoming a convert, taking upon herself all mitzvos, and we as a nation take upon ourselves all mitzvos on Shavuos. So we read that we are also converting on Rus, read Megillus Rus, Ashvus, because we also convert, we also become Jewish. The definition of being Jewish is Matan Torah. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Velea were not technically Jewish. They were the forefathers. They began the thought, the belief, the Minhagin, the Torah, but they were not given the Torah. Therefore, they were not Jewish. Jewish means commanded to keep the commandments at Mount Sinai. That began at Mount Sinai. So we all became Gehring. We all became Rus. We all became King David on Shavuos because that's the time we've commanded to keep the mitzvahs. And on Sukkos we read Koheles. Koheles, vanity of vanity, all is vanity. These are the, this is the trilogy. The Sukkah represents the Beis Amikdash the temple in Jerusalem. 
And in fact, even non-Jews brought korbanos. Non-Jews also brought sacrifices in the temple. And there's a place in the Beis Amikdash that they found which says, Adkan Nochri. Until here, Adoy can go. Not further. There's a sign, a place they found, an inscription in the second base of Midash, which says, until here a goy can go and not further, which means the goyim non-Jews came. They came in the sukkah. The sukkah means the base of Midash. The home of, of God is the world. Ashrei Yoshvei Beisecha, we sit in his world. The world belongs to everyone, Jews and non-Jews. So much so that we brought korbanos, 70 korbanos, 70 oxen, were brought on, on Sukkot to represent the 70 nations. Sukkot is a universal holiday. The Sukkot of the Beis Amidish belongs to the whole world. The whole world focuses on Jerusalem. And that's why on the first day of Sukkot we bring 13 oxen. The second day, 12 oxen. The third day, 11. The fourth day, 10. The fifth day, 9. The sixth day, 8. Total of 70, including the Korban Tamid. Seven Korbanas Tamid equals 70. 70 Korbanas represents the 70 nations of the world. Why? Because bringing a Korban, we bring a Korban to bring Kapara atonement for the whole world. Kapara v'shalom v'shivim amimim. We bring Korbanas in the Beis Amigdash, representing 70 nations, because a sukkah is a representation of the Beis Amigdash, which belongs to the whole world. And we bring 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. To show the diminishing power of the nations. They go down in power. That's why there's a machlekes between Beisham and Beisilel on Hanukkah, where we go down in candles or go up in candles. And Beishamai says that we start off with eight candles on Hanukkah. And the next day, seven candles. The third day, six, five, four, three, two, one. Until the last day of Hanukkah, we light one candle. Says the Gemara that the opinion of Beishamai is, Keneged parayachad. We go down in number, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, to compare to the oxen of the Chag. What's the Chag? Sukkot, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. Just like on Sukkot, we would diminish the power of the nations. And we begin 13 and we go 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. So too on Hanukkah, we like 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. To represent the diminishing power of darkness. Says Beis Hillel, on Hanukkah, we don't go Kenegeda apart. We go upward in Kedusha. We go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The way to destroy or to blot out or to stop the power of the nations is to add light to the world. One candle the first night, two candles the second night, three candles, four, five, six, seven, eight. When you add Kedusha, when you add sanctity to the world, when you add compliments to your wife, Add compliments to your husband. Be positive with your language. You bring more light to the world. Instead of lecturing our children and saying, don't do this and don't do that and why are you doing this and why did you do that and pick up this stuff. That's never going to get us anywhere. 
No one ever changed by lectures or arguments or negativity. The only way to change a family is by positivity, by love, by adding life, by adding compliments, praise, validation. Malim the Kurdish reading. Are we saying that when we go 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, that we are being derogatory and being negative and anti the Gentile? No. Their role in the world is to support the Jewish people in order to bring out their service of God. It's not a derogatory role. In fact, Judaism is the only religion which says everybody goes to heaven. We're the only one. Every other faith says if you don't believe in what I believe, you die. You're damned. You're burning hell. My way or the highway. Every other religion. Torah says we keep 613 commandments because we are the teachers of humanity. And the nations keep seven commandments. They're also included in the sukkah of Hashem, in the universe of Hashem, in the commandments of God. So we're the only true religion. It can't make any sense that only there's only one way or the highway, my way or the highway. Judaism is a universal faith. 613 commandments for the Jew, seven commandments for the non-Jew. He's included in the sukkah of Hashem. He brings korbanos. This whole thing about saying, to be negative toward the Gentiles is wrong. And to say, oh, don't act like that is wrong. Because they have a role to play as well. And our name is Yeshurun. Claudius' name is Yeshurun. To make straight, to uplift. Our job is to uplift the world. So that's why the windows of the Beis Amikdash were open this way open outward to let the light of let the light out most houses have wide windows to let the light in the base of english had a window narrow at the beginning and wide at the outside to let the light out to the world we must be on the world so if sukkus seven days of sukkus is for the nations it's a national universal yontif then what is Shemini Atzeres? What is the eighth day? The day after Sukkot. It's a separate holiday. The eighth day, a separate Yontif. We say Shechianu tomorrow on, on Friday night. That's a separate holiday. Says the Torah in Vayikra, chapter 23, verse 36. Shivas yamim ishel Hashem. Seven days you shall bring an offering to Hashem. Biyom Shmini Mikra Kodesh, the eighth day, is called a convocation of, ho of holiness. Yelachem, Ishel Hashem. You bring a separate korban, a separate offering on Shmini Atzeres, a separate holiday. Atzeres, it's the end. It's the gathering in. It's the conclusion, Atzeres, from the word Atzor, to end. You shall not do any manner of creative work. Rashi says, Atzeres, Rosh explains the word atzeres, to end, and says the following unbelievable, beautiful word. Listen to this unbelievable Rashi, one of my favorite Rashis. Atzarti etzli kemelech. I'm going to hold you back. Atzarti, I'm going to conclude. I'm going to end. I'm going to hold you back. Stop. God says stop. Atzarti. The eighth day, stop here. Kemelech. 
Shazimin as Banav the Suda, like a king who invites his children to a meal. For a number of days. And when the retreat is over, when the holiday is over, when the time is over of the time with the king is over, and time for them to go home. Amar, Banai, my sons, please from you, I ask of you, I beg of you, stay with me one more day. It's hard for me to let you go. Shemini Atzeres is the day that belongs only to the Jewish people and God. The 70 nations, that's Sukkot. But the eighth day, stay with me one more day. That's what Shemini Atzeres is. So now we have the question. Why is Hashem saying to us, please stay with me one more day? Why is Hashem saying, I don't want you to go? So the question we have to ask is, is Hashem lonely? He doesn't want us to go. Stay one more day. Is the we would say to our kids, listen, my kids come out from New York, they come from South Africa, they come from Israel, they come from they spend a week, they spend five days, three days. Comes already Sunday. I say to them, stay one more day. Come on, just we'll have another meal together. We'll go out with the kids. Could you please stay one more day? Why? I miss them. I want to have a little more time with them. So what's Hashem asking over here? He's lonely. Hashem's not lonely. What do you mean? Stay one more day. The answer is Hashem is lonely. He is lonely. It says in Isaiah, Yeshayahu, Veniska Hashem Levado. Hashem is uplifted and exalted alone. Veniska Hashem Levado. And the Lord alone shall be exalted. Doesn't that make him lonely? He's lonely up there. He's only in the palace of Hashem. He wants us to stay one more day. I'm lonely. I want to be, my, I want to be myself. I don't want to be my, my own. Please, Jewish people, stay with me one more day. What does it mean that Hashem is levado, alone? Does it really mean he's lonely? What it means is he's not lonely, but he is alone. There's a major difference between being lonely and being alone. Hashem is alone in the world, means that everything depends upon him. He is the independent reality of the world. We depend on him, he does not depend on us. And therefore we are dependent on the reality called Hashem, on the true existence of the world called Hashem. Therefore, that's why he is alone. He's alone, but he's not lonely. God's aloneness means he's independent. He is unique in his essence, in his meaning, in his purpose. And this is reflected in Yaakov Avinu. When it says about Yaakov, And Yaakov was left alone when he brought over the Pachim, went over to get the Pachim Ketanim, the little jars he left over the river, 
and he brought over his children and his wives and he brought them over the river on the night before he met Esau and he went back across the Yabok River which is right before Machanaim in Jordan about an hour outside of Jerusalem and I have a a video on my encounter Israel video on my Israel Roll YouTube channel I have an essay a video on Mavar Yabok on the battle between Yaakov and the Malach of Esau and I stood there right opposite Mavar Yabok opposite Jordan this past summer I invite you to take a look at it on the on my Israel Roll YouTube channel and look at encounter Israel there's 36 36 videos there of my trips in Israel to the Devar Torah in each place and one of them is Ma'avar Yabok, the battle of Yaakov. Yaakov, the angel of Esau. And what was that battle? Was Yaakov lonely standing there on the bank of the Yabok River, looking across the river saying, tomorrow I'm going to meet Esau. He's coming to meet me with, a, with 400 men. He's going to fulfill his promise to kill me. Was Yaakov lonely? It says, Vayavaser Yaakov Levado. He was alone. And in his aloneness a man came to fight with him wrestled with him all night long what does it mean that Yaakov was lonely or does it mean that Yaakov was alone what does that mean alone in the middle of the night in the dark was he lonely or was he alone now we are Yaakov we are Yaakov we are B'nai Yaakov. We are B'nai Yisrael. We are the great-grandchildren of Yaakov Avinu. If he was alone, we can't be better than him. If he was lonely, we can't be more than him. We have loneliness within ourselves. We are lonely sometimes in our family. Sometimes growing up, we're not treated properly by our parents. Sometimes the siblings are favored over us. Sometimes parents are so preoccupied with their own financial issues or their marriage issues or their depression issues or their own mental health issues that they forget about us emotionally and we children become lonely in our own family we become lonely sometimes we can be lonely in marriage when we're in a marriage but the person doesn't get us is not emotionally supportive and i feel lonely in my marriage that you don't get me you don't understand me you can't support me don't understand my pain and sometimes we're lonely amongst friends I go to a party or a get-together or go to shul I don't know anybody and I feel lonely we suffer as a nation as people as humanity as humanity as society with loneliness how can we handle that loneliness how can we handle loneliness and how can we understand this idea of that Yaakov was was he lonely was he alone And how can we gain the ability to emulate God who was alone and not lonely? The paradigm is Hashem is not lonely. Hashem is alone. He's independent. He makes his own choices. We all depend on him. He is the universe. He is bigger than the universe. Pan and pan and a greatness of God is greater than the universe. He is not the universe. He's bigger than the universe. He's the creator of the universe. He's not alone. He is everything. He's not alone. He is perfect and one. 
but we're lonely. How do we solve that problem to emulate God's aloneness and not be lonely? And understand what does it mean that Yaakov was lonely or alone as he stood by the Mamar Yabok. So I want to ask you to open up your Chumash and Brashis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. And I want our Chabura, our personal growth Chabura, to be interactive, which means we need to grapple with the text. We need to wrestle with the text. We need to understand the text, read the text, let it speak to us. And if you have a question, please unmute yourself and ask the question. Let us be interactive. Let's work together here on these psukim. And when we unravel these psukim, we'll understand and gain an insight as to what's the difference between lonely and alone. Says the Torah in chapter 1, verse 27, Breshi's Aleph, Posuk Chavzayin, Vayivra Elohim Esa Adam B'Tzalmo, God created man in his image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Of Ritz, Rav Yitzchak Alchanan, Yeshiva in New York, where I studied understands this Pasuk as the creation of Adam 1. This is the first story of man's creation. Let's analyze it. Number one, man, the first man, was male and female. Zachar unekeva barausam. He was male and female. This one being was an androgynous being. Rashi says, du partsufi, two faces. This side was Adam, and this side was Chava. They were joined together, one being. They were male and female. Secondly, there's no mention of a body here. It says, God created man in his image. There's no body here. It's an intellectual idea. And God's intellectual image, no body. Here the name Elohim is used. God as justice. Not as God as mercy, God as justice. And in the next passage, he commands the Jewish people and it says, Pruvu, cat commands Adam, Pruvu, be fruitful, multiply, fill up the world, and conquer the world. He gives us a mission. Conquer the world. Says Rav Shalabachik in his in his book. The lonely man of faith. And I critique his lonely man of faith in my safer called Alone Against the World. I wrote a safer called Alone Against the World, the Torah Antidote to Loneliness. And in it I discuss and his idea of the lonely man of faith. And Rav Selavichik says about this Adam one, the first creation of Adam, the first creation of us, that this is a creation of our intellectual selves. 
There are four levels of life, domain, inanimate, someach, plant life, chai, animal life, and middaber, manna is the speaker. Man is not called man. There are four levels. Inanimate objects, rocks, and soil. Someach, plants. Chai, animals. And man is known as middaber, the one who speaks. Why? He's the man who reasons, who has an intellect. Man is the one who is an intellect. Which means that man has purpose. God challenged us and said, Vikishua, conquer the world. Man has purpose. However, man, Adam one, is helpless against this world. Man against the world, alone against the world. Adam one is alone against this massive universe. And he needs to find purpose. But Adam 1 is not lonely. Man, Adam 1 is on a mission from God. The mission is to conquer the world. And he has a wife with him, man and woman together. What does that mean? If man and woman were together, and they were created together, it means that man has within him testosterone and progesterone and woman has within her progesterone and testosterone there's a male and female within each of us which means there is a male a mashpia an influencer being a person who is male means you are the producer the doer the producer the giver that's a mashpia and the female is the receiver the receiver is the, the mekabel. What male means is the one who does, who produces, who performs. The woman is the one who receives and builds what the husband gives and builds it into a baby. The husband has the ideas, the thoughts, the conception. He provides the idea in producing a baby, the idea, the code. And the wife takes it, receives it, mekabel and turns it into a baby day by day, building, building. Bina, bona, builds. Got male, male role is to mashpia, to give, to produce, to give an idea. And the wife's idea is to makabal, to receive it, and to make it real, to make it reality, to be practical. Day by day, build something into, Yetz Hashem, a baby. So man's job as Adam one is to conquer the world, to conquer Mount Everest, to fly to the moon and Mars, to develop the genome, the hu human genome, and to print it, understand it, to set up a Hubble telescope and to seek the origins of the universe. Man's job, Adam, one, is to shua, conquer the world. A matter of justice, din, elokim, God gave you a mission. With your male self and your female self, with your producing self and your receiving self, the male side and the female side, without any body, just your intellect, and conquer the world. But in that, we are alone. Because the universe is huge, much bigger than we are. And to find our purpose in the universe is a very, very challenging experience. We're alone against the world. That's Adam one.
I add to Rav Soloveitchik, I give an antidote to the pain of aloneness of Adam 1. My answer to Adam 1 is, when man finds purpose in the Torah, when he learns Torah and finds the direction that God gave him in the Torah, when man comes to a relationship with God in Shmini Yatzeret, when he's alone with God on this one day, on the eighth day, where the nations are gone, the nations went home, seven days of Sukkot, but we're home. Hashem says, stay with me one more day. Was God lonely? No. He wants to give us a relationship with Him. You want purpose? You want meaning? You want to find yourself in the world? Talk to God. Relate to God. Stay one more day with God. Shmini Atzeres. On Shabbos, this Shabbos, Shmini Atzeres, is the antidote to our aloneness. The vast universe, sit in the sukkah, no bracha, on Shabbos. On Shabbos, we sit in the sukkah, the eighth day of Shmini Atzeres, different mean hugging, Hasidim, Yisnagdim. But we sit in the sukkah, one meal, two meals. But we don't make a bracha on Leishem sukkah because it's the eighth day, it's beyond. It's the supernatural day. Why? Hashem created the world with seven, seven days of the week. And I want to ask you, tell me what sevens do you know? Let's open the floor. What sevens do you know about in Judaism? The world was created with seven. Seven what? Seven days of the week. What other sevens do you know? Let's open the floor. Seven what? Seven species. The pomegranate, the wheat, Taina, Gethin, Rimon. Seven times the bride walks around the groom. Seven times we wrapped fill-in on our arm. Seven, Seven times the Shemitah cycle. Very good. Thank you, Emmanuel. Shemitah, six years you let, you work the land, and the seventh year it remains fallow. What other sevens are there? And then the Yovel also, the seven of seven. Seven of seven, Yovel. This Yovel system, seven times seven, and the 50th year is Yovel, Jubilee. What other sevens are there? Did we say the bris? Bris, seven days of the week, seven days of a child is born, and the eighth day is the bris. He has to go through a Shabbos, seven days. There are seven colors in the rainbow. There are seven notes in the musical system. The eighth note is an octave, the low C and the high C. Octave is low C and high C. That's the eighth note. But there are seven notes in the system. Six uh, years Noah, a in the slave ark. works in the seventh year he goes free. Who else? Go on. In the ark. In the ark. Wasn't the seven of every clean animal? Very good. Excellent. Seven pairs of non-kosher uh, uh, kosher animals. Kosher animals, right. Seven pairs of kosher animals. The two by two was the non-kosher animals. Yeah. The, Think about the two spira. by two. It's not true. Two by two by the non-kosher and seven by seven of the kosher animals. Seven in weeks in the sphere. Rashi. What other sevens are there? Seven weeks in the sphere. Seven weeks in the sphere of the Omer from Pasach to Shavuos. Seven millennium, millennia. That's right, 7,000 years. 
6,000 years the world exists, and the 7,000 years, the last 1,000 years is the years of Mashiach. There were seven Avos and Imaus, four fathers, four mothers, and three fathers, seven. Seventy in the Sanhedrin, plus Moshe, 71. The world was created with seven. And the eighth day is the day of the supernatural. Seven is a natural system. Six days you work, the seventh day you go free. Six days are physical. Anything physical has six sides to it. Anything physical is three-dimensional. Look at six sides. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's why we shake the little of an esrog. What forward, right? Two, three, four, five, six. When we come to Hashem's name, we stand still. That's seven. Seven is the center. The seventh day is the day of freedom, Shabbos. The seventh side is the source, Hashem. We don't shake the lulav on seven on Hashem's name. Hodu Lashem. He tov. He leolam chazdo. Hashem's name we stand still. Ana Hashem. Hoshiana. Hashem is the center. The seventh dimension is, a, is the dimension which brings it all together. Six physical dimensions, and the seventh dimension is a spiritual dimension. Six days of the week, and the seventh day is a spiritual dimension. Shemini Atzeret is the eighth day, beyond the physical. What eights do you know? What eights do you know in the Torah? Bris is on the eighth day. It's one more than the natural cycle. The natural cycle is seven, but eight is one more than the natural. It's the supernatural day. The Jewish baby enters into the bris, the covenant of God, of the supernatural people, which beyond all odds are still here after 3,700 years, guided by Hashem's clouds of glory. As Mark Twain said, all things are mortal but the Jew. What is the secret of his immortality? The famous essay that he wrote in Harper's Magazine in 1897. The topic called On the Jews. Look it up. Google it. It's an 11-page document he wrote in Harper's Magazine in 1897 and said, we should not be anti-Semitic because the Jew is just like us. And he is immortal. A great defense of Judaism. And an anti, against anti-Semitism. 1897, Mark Twain, Harper's Magazine. What other eights do you know? The bris. A, ba a baby animal cannot be shechted until the eighth day. A baby calf or sheep cannot be shechted, cannot be slaughtered until the eighth day. Eight days of Hanukkah, the miracle of Hanukkah, eight days. Shemini Atzeres, the eighth day. The high priest Kohen Gadol wore eight garments. Why? He represented the spiritual connection between man and God. He entered into the Holy of Holies once a year on Yom Kippur. Eight is one more than the natural. Shemini Atzeres is the supernatural day, beyond the natural order of things, where man and God unite. Where man and God, where you have an opportunity in the sukkah on this Shabbos, on Shemini Atzeres, to ask God, God, guide me in my destiny. 
sit in the sukkah, look at the stars, and ask Hashem, Hashem, on this Shabbos, which is the seventh day of the week, which happens to be on Shabbos, the eighth day of sukkahs. Imagine that. We're sitting in the sukkah, which represents, we're sitting in Shabbos, which represents purpose. That's what Shabbos means. Shabbos and Shemineteras come together in the sukkah. This Shabbos. Shabbos means purpose. Why? Six days you shall work. And the seventh day you shall rest means six days you shall work on yourself. And the seventh day you shall rest and reflect on the person that you become. If all you are is one week older and one week more tired than you were last week, then you've missed the point of Shabbos. Shabbos is six days you shall work on yourself. Am I midos? Am I more patient? Am I more giving? Am I more sensitive? Am I more compassionate? I reflect on how like who I become on Shabbos. Thereby, I, I sense purpose. I work six days on myself. On the seventh day, I develop a sense of who I am. Am I a better husband than I was last week? Am I a better father? Am I a more sensitive person? Am I more compassionate? Am I more sensitive? Am I more creative? Am I more intelligent than I was last week? Shabbos is a sense of purpose. Shabbos is the answer to man's aloneness against the world. Shabbos means purpose. You have purpose. Serve God with all your strength, with all your abilities, with all your talents, all your ideas, all your thoughts, all your middles. That's the answer to man's search for meaning. Adam 1, search for meaning. It's found not only on Shabbos, but in Shmini Atzeres on the eighth day in the Sukkah, on the eighth day in Shabbos, we come to the supernatural day. We ask God, what's my supernatural purpose here? What's my eighth day? What's my Yovel? Yovel is the 50th year, is the, is the, eighth, is the eighth day. 50 is like eight. It's beyond the natural. Seven times seven plus one more is 50. Jubilee, that's the eighth. Seven times seven year, years is 49 years. The 50th year, Jubilee, is the eighth day. It's Shmini Atzeres of the years. It's beyond natural. It's the day of the bris, the eighth day. The day of the Kohen Gadol, the day of Hanukkah's miracles. The day of the Korban offered to Hashem on the eighth day. Today, where we can get to ask God, why am I here? The only way you can find meaning is in relation to your purpose in God, on Shemini Atzeres. And therefore, the mountain that we have to climb, the mountain of Mount Everest we climb, is the mountain called Mount Sinai. That's the mountain that we have to seek, not Mount Everest but Mount Sinai. The hike we take, the travels we, we take in life, to go in our, with our feet is halacha, holech. To walk in halacha, in Jewish law, that's where we find direction and meaning. The mansion we want to build, the beautiful home we want to build, is the house of Torah, a base medrash. A bais neman a house loyal to the Jewish people. A house of chesed, a migdash ma'at. That's the house, the mansion 
I want to build a mansion. I want to find meaning. I want to build a mansion. I want to be rich. You're already rich. Look next door to you. Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. Look at your children sleeping. Look at your sukkah on Shabbos. Shemini Atzeres. You are a wealthy person because you're living in the house of God. Ashrei Yoshvei Beisecha. Happy and praiseworthy is a person who sits in the house of God. And on the eighth day, Shimcha Nikra Alecha. God's name is called upon us. That's what we say in the davening. Your great name is called upon us because God says, I want you with me. One more day. Stay with me one more day. What does that mean? Is God lonely? He needs us one more day? No, he wants to give us himself. The greatest thing that God can give us is Shimcha Hagadol, his name. His name is Yud Kei Vav Kei. A Yud and a Hey and a Vav and a Hey, which means existence. He wants to give us existence. He wants to give us reality. He wants to give us awareness of him, which means that we have purpose in the world. So sitting on Shmini Atzeres, sitting in purpose on the seventh day of Sukkot, seventh day, which is Shabbos, in the Sukkah, which is Shmini Atzeres, the eighth day, on the day of purpose Shabbos, you introspect, think. That's how we achieve it. We achieve the antidote to aloneness by thinking. It's called his bonanus. His bonanus, aloneness, being alone and contemplating and thinking about God. And his bonanus, thinking about my purpose, my strengths, and my direction of my life. That's the purpose of Shemini Atzeres. There's no lulav. There's no esro. There's no halacha of sukkah. We sit in the sukkah as a suffolk yoyim, suffolk yoyim. We don't know whether it's yontif, so we sit in the sukkah anyway without a bracha. But the purpose of, of Shemini Atzeres is to sit with God. It's like a bonus day. It's a bonus day. It's a bonus day, but the bonus is God. Right. The bonus God gives us is himself. The greatest thing God can give us is himself. And we have an opportunity on Shemini to sit with God. What does that mean? Sit with your thoughts. Sit with your dreams. Sit with your hopes. Contemplate your wheel of strengths, what my strengths are, and say, how can I self-actualize? That's what Shemini is. That's how we get a ch chance to solve the aloneness. We gain meaning, direction, density, dens uh, destiny. So our existential aloneness of our Adam one self, and we are all Adam one. Without a body, in God's Elohim's world, male and female, the producer and the receiver, to conquer the world is to sit on Shabbos in purpose, sit on Shemitah and contemplate your plan in the world. You're part of God's plan. You are valuable. You are good. You are worthy because you are part of God's plan and you are making your contribution. You're making your contribution to God's universe, to God's sense of purpose on Shabbos, in Shemini Atzeres on the eighth day where we only sit with God. That's the antidote to man's Adam one aloneness. But still yet, 
we have not addressed the issue of a man's loneliness. But we are lonely. Yes, we are alone. We're trying to conquer the world. We're trying to achieve Adam 1. But what about God addressing our human pain and loneliness? Let's look at chapter 2 of Gracious. Open up chapter 2, verse 7. Chapter 2, verse 7 of Bracious. And it says, Vayitzer Hashem Elohim Adam. God formed the man, Afar Min Adama, earth from the ground. Vayipach Ba'apa Vishvashaim. He blew into Adam a living spirit. Vayihiha Adam Lenefeshaya. And man became a living soul. Rav Soloveitchik analyzes this Adam too. Incredible idea that Rav Soloveitchik brings, based on the Gemara, which I bring in my book. Adam too, let's analyze this verse. Adam too, Adam was created alone here, and then later on in this chapter, it says God separated man into two beings and made woman from his rib. This is a lonely person. He's made alone, but then lo tov heyos adam levado. It says a little later in this chapter, chapter two, it says On verse 18, look at chapter, verse 18 in chapter 2. Hashem Elohim. Oh, Adam 1 was made Elohim with Elohim, Lord, Din, justice, conquer, alone against the world. Adam 2 was made with Hashem Elohim, with mercy and with justice. Lotov Adam Levado. It's not good for man to be. Levado. I'll make him a helpmeet against him. And then God created all the animals, but did not find a helpmeet for man. And look at 22, 20, chapter, verse 21. And God caused a sleep to come upon man. And he slept. He took one of his ribs. And he closed the, the flesh. But even Hashem Elohim, again, Hashem Elohim, God, Lord. He built that rib that he took from man, let Isha into a woman. And he brought him to man, brought this woman to man. And then man said, She is part of me. She's part of my flesh. The Zosi Kara Isha should be called woman. She was taken from me, Ish. She's called Isha. Man should leave his mother and his father and cleave to her husband, cleave to his wife. What's the difference between Adam 1 and Adam 2? Says Rav Salavechik. Here we have a body. Man is made not intellectually now. Adam 2 is made from earth, from a body, from dust. 
He's made Hashem Elohim, God of mercy and God of justice. He's made alone, and then woman comes later. He's not made like Adam one, Zachar, Nekeva, Barausa, male and female. He created them as one being with a Mashpia and a Makabel. He was made man, and then he made woman. This is a lonely person. Adam, too, is a lonely man. He needs wife as a companion. And his job is la'ovda u shomra to work the land and to guard it. Not to conquer the land, to protect the land. La'ovda u shomra to serve your wife, to serve your husband, and to guard her and to guard him. This Adam, too, is the social man, the social dimension of man. He needs companionship. He needs shared experiences. He needs to go to the zoo together with his wife and children. He needs to go on cholamoid outings after COVID is over. He needs to go to the safari. He needs to go to the museum. He needs to go to Rita's to get a chocolate ice cream. He needs to go to walk around the block with his wife. He wants to talk to her, talk to him. After the kids are playing at the Shabbos table, they go away. Let's talk to each other. Husband and wife need emotional connection. We need to communicate. Adam, too, is plagued with loneliness. He's made from dust. Because he is prone to depression. Most depression comes from loneliness. He's made with a body. Adam, too, is made with a body because it's heavy and weak. Because we experience loneliness and insecurity. We are all Adam, too. We are tormented by loneliness and by solitude. We have emotional pain. We suffer from darkness and confusion. The antidote to Adam too is Shmini Yatzeres. On Shmini Yatzeres, you're alone with God. On Shmini Yatzeres, we have Emuna and Bitachon. There's no one else, no nations, no, no Sukkah, technically no Sukkah. There's no Lulav and Esrog. There's just you and God. On Shmini Yatzeres, all we have is Shimecha Hagado. As we say in Davening, as we began, Your great name is upon us. That's Shmini Yatzeres. All we have is God. Our loneliness, the antidote to loneliness, is our relationship with God. We have companionship. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But we have to realize we are never alone. What does that mean? If you're breathing, breathe in, everyone breathe in. Who's breathing into you as you're breathing in? How do you want to know God loves me? How do you know God loves you? Breathe, breathe in. God loves you. He's giving you himself. Whose breath are you breathing in? Where do you get that breath from? The very fact that you're alive, Means God, means God loves you. He's with you. He's given you his attributes. Some of you is given to compassion. Some he has chen, empathy. 
some creativity, some leadership, some truthfulness, some a sense of forgiveness, some resilience, some honesty and integrity. Those are God's vetoes in you. That's God with you. Of course, God, we say to ourselves, why has God forsaken me? Has anyone ever said that? I have. Why have you left me alone, God? Why have you forsaken me? Why am I sitting in my darkness and my aloneness and my tormented pain? Why have you forsaken me? And the next breath I take, God answers me and says, I have not forsaken you. I'm with you. When you have God consciousness, that's called Shemini Yatseris. Shemini Yatseris is Veshimcha Hagado Vakadosh Aleinu Karasa. Your great name and holy name upon us is called. When you have a Shem in you, when you breathe in God consciousness, that you're alive because God wants you to be here, you're breathing in godliness, you're breathing in existence, you're breathing in Yud Kevavke. Yud and a hey and a vav and a hey, Havaya means existence. You're breathing in existence. When you pray to Hashem, Baruch Hashem, God is the source. Who's the source? Hashem, Yud Kevavke. It means you are recognizing reality is beyond you and He has placed reality within you. Therefore, you're not alone. That's the antidote to man's Adam to alone loneliness. Comes out that we are both Adam one and Adam two. Says Rav Shalavichik, why are we, are there two stories of Adam's creation? Adam one and Adam two. Chapter one and chapter two. Man as Adam one, the conqueror of the universe, and Adam two, a man lonely, he needs a wife. A wife needs a husband. Why are there two descriptions of Adam? Why are there two creations of Adam? Adam one, Adam two, because we are both Adam one and Adam two. We have an existential aloneness within ourselves and we have a tormented loneliness within ourselves. And we fluctuate from Adam one to Adam two. Day by day, hour by hour, we are Adam one, one hour, and Adam two, we are lonely the next hour. Adam 1 wants success. Adam 2 wants relationships. We fluctuate between Adam 1 and Adam 2. But Adam 1 and Adam 2 join together on Shemini Yatseris. Adam 1 is seeking destiny. He finds destiny on Shabbos. On Shemini Yatseris. Shabbos means purpose. I have a purpose in God's world. I have strengths. I have kochos. I have abilities. I have dreams, aspirations. I can make a difference in this world, in God's world. That's Shabbos. It happens to be this year, Shabbos is Shemini Atzeres, the eighth day, the supernatural day. The day says, I am with you. I give you purpose. Follow God's halacha and you will gain purpose. Learn his Torah. Follow halacha. Build a house of Israel. That's purpose. That's real purpose. That's reality that's existence that's havaya yud and a hey and a vav and a that's reality you have real purpose because you make a contribution to god's world and you're lonely adam too you're lonely come into the shmini atzeres come into the sukkah on shabbos on shmini atzeres and there realize breathe in and breathe in godliness and say god i'm with you god says to us i'm with you
I've given you self. I've given you identity. I've given you abilities. I've given you hopes and aspirations. I've given you breath to breathe. I am with you. You may be lonely from time to time in your life, part of the human condition, but you are ultimately not alone because you have God within you. Shemini Atzeres means that at the end of Sukkot, there is purpose. The eighth day, Shemini Atzeres, there is purpose in your life and you're alone with God in trusting God. Adam 1 has purpose on Shemini Atzeres because he gets to serve God. Adam 2, lonely us, is alone with God on Shemini Atzeres because we trust God. The antidote to our aloneness is to find purpose in this world and to contribute to God's world. The antidote to, alo to loneliness is to trust God. Emuna Amitachon. Yaakov Avinu was not lonely. He was Yavasha Yaakov Levada, who was alone in his uniqueness to figure out how to serve God. And he grappled with the Malach, the angel, before encountering Esau to find out who he was. That's our struggle. Our struggle, our human struggle, is to find our Adam 1 and Adam 2 self. That's what Yaakov Avinu was doing. He was discovering his Adam 1 purpose. It looked like he was going to be destroyed by Esau. And I'm lonely for my father. I haven't seen my father in 22 years. And my mother. I may be bereft of my children and my wives. He fought with himself and found his Adam 1 self as Adam 2 self. And continued on his journey. To where? Sukosa. To Sukkot. A place called Sukkot where he arrived shalem. Whole. So it is a journey we're on. We're on an Adam 1 journey, of an aloneness journey, of existential aloneness, and we're on a lonely journey of Adam 2. But we have to be like Yaakov. We are B'nai Yaakov. We are alone. By Yevaser Yaakov Levado. By Yevaser Emmanuel Levado. By Yevaser Chana Levada. By Yevaser Murray Mordechai Levado. By Yevaser Michael Levado. We're alone. What does it mean to be alone? Existentially, I'm alone because I want to find purpose. And loneliness-wise, companionship-wise, I want to find companionship. Both are answered with a relationship with God. That's our journey. And in our journey, most of us want to get approval. As children, we want to get approval from our parents. We are seeking approval. Am I good now? Pick me, pick me. I didn't get picked for the team. I wasn't a good athlete. I wasn't the best kid. I wasn't the favorite kid. I wasn't uh, so popular amongst my classmates. Uh, I, I'm lonely. Am I going to get approval? Am I okay now? And our parents sometimes messed up and didn't give us the approval, the emotional approval and seeking that we got, that we were going to have. Our job is to find our own Adam 1 and Adam 2 self. To find it on Shemini Atzeres. To find it on our own Adam 1, Adam 2 journey. It fluctuates. Sometimes I am strong and I want to conquer the world. Adam 1. And sometimes I'm lonely and I say, oh, what am I doing here? I turn to my wife and I say, Julie, remind me why I'm, what I'm doing here. I come to her and I say to her, I'm sort of lost right now. Like, what am I doing here again? You're trying to build a family, a Jewish Torah family. Oh, right, right. Got it. Got it. 
She puts me back on track. So we're Adam one, we're Adam two. And any given day, I could be Adam one, Adam two, 20 times during Adam one and Adam two. But the antidote is Shmini Atzeres. The antidote is to be a person who's going to the Moed, to our destination. A Moed, Moadim Simcha, Moed means a yantif. A Moed means a meeting place. We're going to meet God on Shmini Atzeres. That's perhaps why we dance with the Torah on Shmini Atzeres. In Israel, it's only one day, Shmini Atzeres. They dance with the Torah on Shmini Atzeres, which is Simcha's Torah, on one day, the eighth day. We have eighth day and the ninth day. We have Shmini Atzeres, the eighth day on Shabbos, and we have Sunday, Shmini, uh, Simcha's Torah. Because we can find the same Chalkeinu B'Sorasecha on Shmini Atzeres. When you find your place in the Torah, no longer do we have to say, am I approved of, mom and dad? Mom and dad, Ima, do you love me now? Am I okay now? Class teacher, am I okay now? We have to graduate from our need for approval and become persons who make contribution. That's the antidote to Adam 1's search for purpose, Adam 2's loneliness. We have to leave the world of, am I good enough? Am I okay now, Dad? Do you approve of me? And graduate to the sukkah of God on Shabbos and Shemini Atzeres and say, God says, you're okay. You're good. You have a part in my plan, and I'm with you. That's the antidote. But to graduate, that's our responsibility to graduate from, am I okay now? Am I good? Am I approved? That's weak. That's needy. That's my inner child saying, Am I okay now? God says, you're good. You're part of my world. Breathe it in. Go in Shemini Atzeres and find your Adam 1 self and your Adam 2 self with trust. Be successful because I made you successful. I gave you the strength to be successful to Adam 1. Trust me, Adam 2. And then go and make your contribution. That's Shemini Atzeres. Make your contribution. Besein chelkeinu secha. Grant us our portion in your Torah. Each of you has a portion in God's Torah, a unique chidush, a unique idea, thought, contribution to your family, to your corner of the world, to your jurisdiction, to your co-workers, to your kehillah, to your friends and family. And God says, I believe in you. Shemini Atzerah says, one more day, stay with me one more day. For God? No, for us. God wasn't lonely, he's alone, but he wants us to be alone as well. Alone with him. That's why God wants us to stay one more day. To gain purpose and to gain trust in him. So I brought to everybody is, let's have his bonadus and his bonanus, aloneness and uniqueness, aloneness and contemplation, find our Adam one self or Adam two self, and go ahead, God willing, this year, all else be zoche to the same Chalkenu the Sorasecha. Grant us our portion in your Torah. Any thoughts or questions? Next Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m., we're going to begin Breshis. Begin again. I'm going to talk about 
Safer Breshis. So please bring, bring your Safer Breshis, your Chomesh Breshis in English or Hebrew with commentaries, and we'll study together how to begin anew on our journey toward self-actualization, Adam 1, Adam 2. The journey begins now. Have a good Yontif, good Shabbos, and a wonderful destination in meeting with Hashem. Thank you.